All right, everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of a Hive Mind is an Important Podcast. I know we just launched one for Alien 3, but lucky for you or unlucky for you, you get a bonus one. <laughs> I am your host, David Goble, and I'm here with two co-hosts this time. Everybody say what's up. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan. What's up? How's it going, everybody? Michael here from Canada. All right. So uh, we're here, just a little quickie episode, going over the little... Alien 5 shenanigans that just came across all of our news feeds, timelines, um, and just got a quick overview of what everyone thinks of it and uh, what's going on. So for those that don't know or didn't read it or somehow missed it, Walter Hill um, did a little treatment for Alien 5. Uh, the news was shared by um, Sci-Fi, Blaster, uh, AVP Galaxy, of course. Thanks, Aaron. And it's a 50-page treatment. Um, and they're going over... There's not a lot of details on it. It's really just a front page, a uh, couple of overviews. And one of the quotes is, there's a, the front page, there's a couple quotes which don't really go into the plot, but the two quotes are, in space no one can hear your scream, and in space no one can hear your dream. So a couple people have theorized that maybe that he's going to have the last two movies, Dream Resurrection, as just dreams. Um, but we know Giller and uh, Hill do like quotes. So it could just be quotes they like. Um, there's a Poe quote is there as well. All that we see um, or seem is but a dream within a dream. And War is Hell from Sherman. So nothing plot-wise, but what the hell do you guys think is going on? <laughs> well, it's interesting, that stuff about the dreams and stuff, because uh, I've, I've got a book I read a few years back there, David Thompson on the Alien Quartet. He's talking about the first four movies, and he gets into talking about how like they're dealing with dreams and stuff and in relation to the fourth movie and you know and that's something that Bullcamp even went into a little bit yeah. there with his stuff too talking about trying to retcon out these movies where you know there was plot turns that people didn't like basically you right? so you i mean need resurrection you can <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I mean, not even, not even that though. But like Alien Three, story-wise, I mean, <laughs> Alien Three though, like people even, man, just, just hot and bothered sure. about the opening segment, right? I mean, that yeah. was a huge issue with a lot of people. Myself, I can forgive it. Fincher's movie is good. Fourth one, it's not as forgivable because it's, it's not that great. <laughs> it's just not that great of a movie. I would, I would love to say that. I would love to say Jeanette was on point with it, but it's just, it seems like it's tonally off. So, I mean, I can see why people have problems with three and four and why they'd want to go to kind of doing some kind of logical scrubbing of the lore like that. But personally, I don't I don't care for rebooting three. I mean, it's a good enough movie. It yeah. seemed like a good out for Ripley. And what's the point in bothering with trampling on that movie? <laughs> it just seemed to work pretty good the way it ended. I mean fourth movie notwithstanding right yeah and well i just whatever ryan thinks from there i guess because i mean that's kind of what i thought really initially hearing alien 5 news over the past couple of years yeah i'm honestly a little bit jaded about uh you know seeing this new alien 5 script i mean i was super excited when the bloom camp project was yeah. announced and <laughs> I mean, I got involved with Perfect Communism, and mm -hmm. I mean, everybody was just stoked about, you know, seeing seeing Bloomcamp's drawings and the artwork and ideas that could come from this film, and I, I was just ecstatic. And 
But now seeing this, I just feel like probably nothing's going to come of it. I'm not really that excited about it. Sigourney Weaver, I guess, read the treatment, and she didn't seem super excited about it. Uh, it's just, you know, she kind of seems like she just put Ripley to rest. And I don't I know. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, um, I agree. If it's she's, time. If she's mm-hmm. not into it anymore, if she thinks it's time to, to hang it up, then I just think it's time to do that and just kind of move on and come up with new characters <clears throat> and go a new route with this with the series but yeah and this whole i mean you know the what was written on the front in space like the, in space no one can hear your dream i'm, I'm kind of wondering are hill and guyler going for like a an inception type of thing or are they or like you guys said are they just looking to make three and four like a dream and just kind of get rid of them which uh, which I'm I'm not a fan of. I think three is again it's a it's a good movie despite the production problems and I think it's it shouldn't be retconned out like that. Uh, and I I just don't know how else they would they would do it without without uh, you know retconning those those movies. Yeah. Four I, I like you guys I don't really care for resurrection <laughs> so if they want to get rid of that that's fine but. Uh, Unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, even even if Resurrection Arguments like a popular movie is so far set in the future, you don't need it. Right. Yeah, you can branch like, off from three. There's everything that there. happened, you could just branch off from three mm-hmm. and go. So even if, let's say, yeah. somewhere else, people, anywhere yeah, else, you yeah. can pick up anywhere, man. Aliens could be in a lot of places. The prequels at least give us that they're this mm-hmm. stuff's around. Right. These mm-hmm. bio these biohazards from this precursor race are around so yeah it's a story hook in itself even if you don't like the prequels yeah i you know? i honestly don't think i'm not getting like you ryan i'm not getting too excited about it the bloom camp thing at the time i got us all got us all amped i don't right? know man i watched chappy and i was like oh, him? Yeah. him i don't know man <laughs> and elysium was a elysium was like kind of a mediocre movie at best like his first movie yeah, was yeah. was a good movie I will not deny that film its 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 yeah. credit because it was a good independent science fiction film. The yeah. other two that he did just it's like you got to stop writing your own movies, guy. Like yeah. it just he, he if he commissioned a good writer, he exactly. seems to be able to craft some nice visuals, you know. So yeah, it's not like he it's not like he couldn't make a good movie. He knows how right. to make it look good, but it's the yeah. same problem Scott has. I'm good at I'm good at framing a film, but I'm not so good at filling it out with lore problems you know with both of those guys that's something dennis villeneuve has got down because 2049 yes. blew my socks right off man mm. wow blade runner <laughs> sequel that was really good in an age where usually sequels <laughs> and reboots suck right yeah you actually got yeah. something that was decent but um i'm not expecting this to, to actually be released or anything to come of it i don't think so but at least it's something to talk about is something new yeah Exactly. How I mean, this actually is. Um, it keeps people talking about the Alien franchise. Yeah, which is good because right? it's not of all the. Sci- it's kind of like the. It's very niche amongst the sci-fi films, so it's good at least keep the fucking name out there. At least. And people are paranoid. Interest. Yeah. That Disney yeah. wants to bury it, right? Because yeah. Disney right. owns Fox, so it's the parent yeah. studio now. And what's going to happen cool. there? You always get this concept. Is... Sorry, yeah. go. 
Oh, yeah, no, it's just like, you know, like the jokes, alien is a Disney prince, like yeah. the queen's a Disney princess and all that. Like, But if, if, if the studio continues to hear news that people want to see or hear right, exactly. stuff about this, it just keeps it in the consciousness of the public. It doesn't go away, thank yeah. God, because love it or hate it, whatever, I mean, it's still around at least. Yeah. I mean, Disney is capable of doing R-rated stuff with their other studios. Mm-hmm. It's just... They hopefully this and then will actually the constant attention of it maybe give them a little attention going uh, maybe we should, I mean if they sell it off to someone mm-hmm. who would do something with it because they're obviously neck deep in the Marvel movies and their own Disney properties right. so you know and lots of people know. throw around uh, the Bloomhouse name because that was been attached yeah. to this thing this thing project they talk about recently where mm-hmm. they found yeah. more of Campbell's book and they want to do a new version of this movie. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I guess they did fantasy Island a little while ago and that was kind of an interesting movie. It was way different than the TV show and Bloomhouse turned it into a horror movie that kind of had some interesting pop to it, had an interesting plot twist. I got to say that the studio is trying hard. Like some of those purge movies, I really like them. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good series. The last I, one was, mm, but yeah. Um, they can't always win, but they seem to do okay. Like they make some interesting movies. They're not yeah. the worst. They're not the best. Yeah. You know, they're watchable. Some, yeah, they're fun. You they're know, watchable. they entertain. <laughs> I mean, it's it's better than getting the way some of these Disney Star Wars movies got lampooned, right? Like they just got yeah. speared by some of these fans. Mm-hmm. They did not like what was done. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, it's no go. go ahead. Oh. I was just gonna say, I mean, if Disney if Disney gets behind this and they, I mean, they can, I'm sure they could get Sigourney on board. I mean, they can offer whatever she wants, probably. If, yeah. But you know, it it's just, I I just don't think, like like you guys, I just don't think this is gonna pan out into anything. And no. It's uh, again, I mean, such I could a be wrong. I'm just seeing. It's such a letdown with what happened with uh, Bloom Camp, and I agree. You know, Chappie was not a good movie. Elysium was, <clears throat> I thought, mediocre. Uh, District Nine was was great, but Bloom yeah. Camp had you know Peter Jackson uh, had a co-writer on it as well. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of he had other people helping him out with it. I think steadier hand. You know, with his Alien Five, he was going to have James Cameron uh, basically helping him out with it, and that's uh, although. Terminator Dark Fate didn't turn out too well, um, at least box office wise. I still enjoyed it, but uh, yeah, I did too. But uh, also where he's tracking with his avatar, it's just insane. It's yeah. gigantism. Same yeah. way Scott was it's, talking about his prequels, right? Yeah. Going too far, it's just too, yeah. too much, mm-hmm. just too much. It's Why just do you need all dangerous? That? Bringing <laughs> back another old star. Right, right. I mean, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween seems to have been the exception to the rule, mm-hmm. but um, Dark Fate, even though it was pretty much critically well received, it panned. Right. In the box office. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger coming back. Um, you know, even bringing even the the new Star Wars movies, bringing back all the actors. It was it was mixed. Some right. Movies are. It's it's a one way or another. It didn't guarantee any success. Yeah. And I think if they do this, they pitch and pitching it to Sigourney, it's are we doing this again? 
Right, yeah. It's, you don't want that. Either. I mean, yeah. we don't... These movies are more than Ripley. Yeah. more than Sigourney Weaver. I mean, she did four movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's it. It's well, the, move on. Yeah, it's, like, the old switcheroo. To, like, record audio clips or mm-hmm. something for your story. Yeah. Cool. yeah. It's fine. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But, it's just... I, I don't want them to keep baiting and switching us with, you know, oh, oh Ripley's back, Ripley's gone again, Ripley's back, Ripley's gone yeah, again. Yeah. Like, I mean, I went through that with Resurrection. I thought Alien 3 was a good end off. And then, oh, here she is again. And everybody's like, yeah. oh, we should get a sequel to that. And it's like, no, please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not say we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it just feels I mean, like if a she should let her character be at rest. Like, can't she? Can't she just be at rest? I mean... Yeah. I, I mean, Officer, Officer K died in 2049. I, I don't want him to come back to life. Mm-hmm. His story yeah. was great. Great the way it played that, out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> yeah. let a character die. And Keep it that way. You know? <laughs> you know? Like, but this but if this isn't, you know, this isn't supernatural, we don't need all the we don't need Sam and Dean coming back every uh... <laughs> yeah those, those guys are allowed because I mean they play with the gateway to hell all the time but that's a little different I mean uh, <laughs> sci-fi hard sci-fi universes it, it gets weird when you keep doing that man. Yeah. Like, how many times can we explain with hard science her coming back you know like, and even though we don't like resurrection I mean reconning two movies come on man yeah it's come a little on. excessive too crazy Come that's on. why that's why i have I mean, trouble i mean i can't even that's why i don't even defend blow camp's decisions when he was approaching it like to try and scrub out so much lore and try and justify it it's just such a mess to write like that look like, at what happened with, with it oh sorry go well it's just what happened with star trek here with the new cbs direction they have retconned so much of their old stuff and <laughs> it just becomes a really messy pile of scrambled eggs when you get going like that. Mm. People ask questions like what matters, which lore is the right lore. And it just gets crazy, you know, like just too much when you start splitting it like that into multiple alternate timelines and you just get all this yeah. bullshit explanation yeah. for it. It's, a, it's at the point. I mean, I know everyone hates the canon discussion. You gotta p- just pick and choose what you like. Really? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's, it's come to that. Because all everything sci-fi and horror, it's been a lot of these franchises have been around for three, four decades. Right. And they you built can't. A, yeah, they built a you brand, can't, and it's can't, it's full of stories, right? You can't keep right. It's full. You can't keep everyone happy, especially something as popular Star Trek, where there's been thirty-five yeah, exactly. shows, seventy-five hundred story, you know, timelines. You know, <laughs> look at all the new stuff. Look how divided it is. I mean, yeah. I'm just a casual guy, but and I think. Well, if I mean, you, it's as we old as a have... retiree, man. It's 60 years yeah. old, I mean. Picard's it's a fucking replicant old. now. It's a whatever. Yeah, it's... Else. <laughs> You've hired so many writers that your writers have completely <laughs> done, a, done a complete 360 from where your writers were to where they are now. Like, yeah, just because like you say, it's gone on so long and there's been so many permutations and they've reinvented it so much that it just, even where it is with Alien, like some people are like, well, Exactly. Well, the, well, the guy in the chair—it's—it's it's not an engineer; it's something else. And you see this this vehement defense of that, and it's like you want it Still to be attack. the elephant—you want it to be the elephant <laughs> man from the comic book. I get that, but that's not where they went with it. I—that's how that's how it works. I mean, 
they develop an IP and they go in the direction they choose to go mm-hmm. in. So I didn't mind that change after. I remember when I first was. Uh, I should probably yeah. say for Prometheus uh, episode. I was because I loved all the all the space jockey and engineer uh, stories and the comics and everything. And then here's this moment of waiting for the big screen, and I'm like, eh. And then as a white, I'm like, eh. You know what? Because I started thinking of mm-hmm. the other ones, uh, how it would work on actual uh, the big screen. I'm like, you know what? This works. And I ended up for yeah, my own cat. Yeah, that's where I was the way, It the works. Way I rationalized for myself is, you know what? Maybe these guys are copying the actual space jockeys. Maybe they're stealing the technology. And that's what I did. It worked. End of story for me. I'm happy. Bing, bang, boom. Whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I just, just I looked at it and said, well, it's, it looks like Scott read Eric Von Danigan's book because – you know, God was an astronaut or whatever the hell he's aiming at, right? And that's what he's getting at right there. And I'm not making fun of it either. I'm just saying that is the story aesthetic. It's it's not like, you know, people want it to be Lovecraft and completely unknown zero and no connection to humans and just this weird thing they found. But, I mean, Scott even said in the 80s, just after he was finished the Alien Press Circuits, you know, if I was to go back to it, I would explore ancient civilizations the nature of this beast he theorized himself like thinking about the movie he had made that it was some kind of weapon probably right and it's kind of where the prequels go with it even if the writing's on evil yeah. and some people don't kinda, like that right? mm-hmm. i wish we would have stuck with that but we'll we'll save that discussion for other <laughs> yeah like that's what i mean you, you get, it's the kind of thing you talk about in that episode but it's just well, uh, that's keep that, keep that one in your back pocket, Mike. Oh, one. yeah. Well, it's just it's, keep it's that just in your, something, uh... <laughs> something that was in the collective good. consciousness of the public. Like, it was there. Keep that files. <laughs> it's kind of what some – it's like, you know, people knew what they were going to – you know, you buy the cow, you get the milk kind of thing, right? Like, you want to go hire Scott, and this is what people advised for years. Go get him. He'll make a great alien movie. Well, go get Cameron. He'll make a great alien. This is the go-tos people kept leaning yeah. on. So they did go get the guy, and – you got what you got, so I know. Yeah. I don't love them or hate them. I find I fall in middle ground on them, so yeah. And I try not to judge too harshly. Yeah. Reinventing the sequels, it's a tricky business too. It's just as hard as reinventing the prequels, right? Because are you going to alienate someone else? Because we already have yeah. The, pre- the prequel fans have already. I mean, the prequel, not the prequel. The prequel movies have already yeah. divided the fan base. Yeah, so now exactly. you go. I know you retcon two movies, which no matter what we think of them, they have their fans. Yeah. And then you do a, so let's say, you know, this movie comes to pass or, and then you retcon these two and then you go on your own path. Now, what, what do we have? Two different timelines? And you yeah. doing that with Alien? And then what if you, and then with this sucks. Now you're, now the franchise <laughs> <Yeah>. is, <laughs> we're already <laughs> boom boom nailed it like couldn't be more on point with that <laughs> like which version of alien do you like you know like just, then you get to that right it's already okay. kind of like that talking to some people right One i only watched the first plug. two and no none of the other ones happened and you know okay <laughs> that's your version of events and it's, like you say you just write your own book on what it is. whatever whatever they're going to do next close out release close out the trilogy fine and then after that do something brand spanking brand spanking new yeah and the story well, it's like that. dark horses comics have a wealth of stories in them i don't know how they can't call scripts out of some of those story ideas I mean, ideas there's so much there yeah like just buy the writers buy the writers comic book manuscript and use it as a script development tool right i mean yeah, it's not that hard 
Yeah. But I mean, whatever. We got to be attached. We got to hang off of like the origin of the alien and 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 Ripley. Yeah. Like we have to be attached to either or. And there's no other way way to go with it. Like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they kind of with like alien that. the game Aliens Colonial Marines, they sort of tried to retcon three oh. a little bit, and they even even yeah. Fox at the time was saying this was canon. Uh, oh, yeah, and it did terrible, oh. and, <laughs> and they, they try to like sweep that under the rug. Not only was the game awful, the story, and like, why would you choose? Listen, if you Play the game like I did. First of all, sorry. Too, I'm not, I'm not mad about spoilers for Alien Clone Marines. Why, why would you, of all the people to bring back, why would you do Hicks and not Morse? What? WTF? <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. But it was it was <sighs> Aliens Colonial Marines, not Alien 3 Colonial Marines. <laughs> so they got to deal with that lore, right? Gonna, you get to see Hudson's just, dead body and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great way to traumatize the people who love that guy. Oh, there he is hanging there dead with a hole in him. Oh, goody. My favorite one-liner guy. And now he's a sad sack. (laughs) Yeah. Got it. Well, there was some switcheroo story with that cryopod, right? Like, it was like he was swapped with another Marine who was a dummy Marine who took his place. Right. It's like, okay, okay, sure. Gearbox. Give me a break. <laughs> they waste. They 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 definitely killed their budget on that. Though I heard they funneled money out of the game. All kinds of issues with that game. Yeah, it was a ugh, disaster and a half. Yeah. yeah. The Gears of War gets all the money. Screw the Alien yeah. game. <laughs> just... I don't know. I guess Alien Five. Why does anyone have anything else? I don't. I. I if it's pretty much the current events, it's like yeah, like Scott trying to talk rumble about his prequels, and then like say Guyler just mentioning that they've offered this treatment to her. I guess those are the two big it items for people lately. I mean, if we find out more about it and Disney and Fox, I mean, I don't want the whole movie or you know things spoiled, but if we find out kind of a little bit more about the plot and then other people like Disney and Fox, or I guess just 20th Century Studios gets behind it, and because even with Bloom Camps, there was nothing from Fox like almost the whole time. No, you know it was just really yeah. odd. Even the movie was going into pre-production, and like Fox didn't really talk about. It. There's just no communication with the fan base, and I don't think Disney <clears throat> would do the same thing if they took this seriously, and. Uh, and but I but again I mean it was just released I mean I mean this treatment was just uh, just put out basically that we just found yeah. out about it so there there might be some behind the scenes going on if if Disney is can get people excited about it, if this is, is something to that could help the franchise and would be a good final closeout for Ripley and Sigourney uh, is behind it as well, then, you know, maybe maybe you'll get more excited about it. But again, I'm just just kind of jaded after five years ago yeah. and all that fiasco. And, you know, I, I just feel like Ridley would step in again at some point and say, no, I want to make my Covenant sequel or whatever, finish <laughs> the trilogy. And then... Well, and, and that was a real shame that he had to trample like that because, like, yeah. why couldn't there just be parallel developments? I mean, yep. uh, for a while no there, I was... No reason we could have had both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reading yeah. social media and there was a lot of parallel yeah. development announcements for a while there, and then all of a sudden it's just like, 
Like, I mean, I, I didn't cry a river for Blomkamp right. whenever that happened. But, I mean, at the same time, I felt like, well, what, well, and I, I think it's because Fox was in, you know, seeing the writing on the wall in terms of their own company. Because look what happened yeah, later, cool. right? They folded yeah. into Disney pretty quick after mm-hmm. that. Cause, and I think, you know, I've heard stories, Paramount, similar situation, you know, mm-hmm. budgetary issues with some of their movies lately. And, like, Disney's a steamroller. Like, they don't stop mm-hmm. where these smaller studios that are not nearly as conglomerated, they just don't have the same pull. Right. And, yep. You know, yeah. like you say, now that it's a Disney project, maybe there'll be a different attitude about it, hopefully. Yeah. yeah they've done good they've developed they've developed the mcu in a way that surprised me i never thought thanos could be on screen successfully big, yeah. purple, big purple guy with a golden glove covered in rocks that shine <laughs> oh, i don't know man but then look what we get right i mean the the, the first half of that film was so dark like mm-hmm, just yeah. unbelievably dark for for a comic movie it had a lot of dark edge you know yeah a lot of people just dying in rough ways and Mm -hmm. you know it was good it was good at disney to show that and not dodge off of it because you know like the family fun angle people get bashing on them with it it doesn't necessarily stick all the time touchstone pictures is a subsidiary studio it does a lot of adult content in Mm -hmm. terms of movies there like murders and whatnot in terms of thrillers and whatever Mm -hmm. like so it covers that ground i mean it's just the point is is like the studio can be hands off and let their you know subsidiary do its thing right yeah yeah i mean but i this whole thing i mean this could just be a marketing ploy by these two but we'll i guess we'll worry about it when we get if we ever get more details but right who the hell knows <laughs> yeah. yeah but um i guess one quick thing before we go to i had the pleasure of joining a uh I guess they call they call it in-house con by Cool Waters Productions LLC. Um, Carrie Hannon actually tweeted it uh, a few weeks ago, and it's all it was all done via Zoom. I had no idea what to expect. It was pretty cool. It was a full aliens panel. It comprised of Cynthia Scott, who was Dietrich, Daniel Cash, who was Spunkmeyer. Damn it, Spunkmeyer. <laughs> uh, Tom Woodruff Jr., who did all does all the creature effects from ADI. Um, and Carrie Hen, Newt, and there was also a surprise guest as well, which was her brother. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tim showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was tons of fun. Um, it was all it was done via like I said it was done via Zoom. All the panelists there was um, Derek Mackay was the host. Um, so he was the host and um, he answered his questions. Um, what was cool too is there was a chat room so you could chat with the panelists. Um, and other fans, um, Aaron Percival from maybe Galaxy was there, so him and I going up and back, having a blast of a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was honestly really, really cool. I'd never done anything like that before. It was, it was only a couple bucks. Ended up being a two-hour panel um, with full interviews, details about from the Aliens cast. If they ever do it again, I will definitely promote it. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Um, I did a whole breakdown on Xenomorphing.com. I swear to check that out. Um, hopefully they will release the um, the video of it because it was it was really cool. Uh, you'll saw the opportunity if you um, beforehand you could actually get a couple minutes to talk to them beforehand for a little one on one time for a couple bucks. It was it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was almost it was like a convention in your house, just like they said. Yeah. But um, you, know, you could check them out on Twitter. 
get the link for you. That's at Cool Waters uh, Prods. That's Cool Waters P R O D S on Twitter. Check them out. They have stuff for all everything sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I think there's one on the 27th. I forgot the topic, but I saw Ian White is one of the guests. Oh, cool. And yeah. you know him as the engineer and one of the, and the predators from um, yeah. the first AVP movie. Mm-hmm. I could hopefully go. I'll go just to hear him talk. Yeah. The guy is a master of what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's really it for the quickie episode. You guys have anything else? No, no, that's Good. it. All right. Pretty straightforward. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to check xenomorphing.com, check the Facebook page, check the Facebook group. Um, that's slowly growing. Thanks for everyone who's joining. Um, check out all the community as well. Check AVP Galaxy, uh, Perfect Organism, Studio Tani, you know, the whole alien fam. We're all in it together. Mm-hmm. But stay safe, everybody, and thanks for listening. Yep. Shout out for Worlds of Tomorrow. Come check out the group, yes. please. <laughs> Obviously, yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean hey, no, 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 it's just... Totally. We got we got a bulletin posted. If you're looking for a hive mind, you know, we got a bulletin posted there. So it'll take you right across from Worlds of Tomorrow to a hive mind. So if you're looking for that group, same thing on the blog page, too. We've got a posted button there. If you're looking for hive minds, Facebook group, same thing. It's linked on through. Well said, sir. See you later, folks. Take care. All right. Good night.